Hello, hello! Today I'm sharing an episode of a delightful art history podcast called Who Arted? Who Arted is hosted by the warm and funny Kyle Wood, a visual artist and arts educator. Thanks to his background in arts instruction, Kyle not only knows what he's talking about, but is also adept at communicating complex ideas in easy-to-understand language. Today, I'm sharing his episode about the Stockholm art heist of the year 2000. I won't spoil anything now, but I will say that I love the way Kyle frames this narrative. In the introduction, he points out that, contrary to the ingenious high-tech art heists we see in the movies, lots of real-life art heists are almost comically straightforward. Well, for this episode, he sought out the crime that came closest to the kind of well-coordinated, high-drama robberies we see on the silver screen, and this story certainly does not disappoint. We'll be back next week with a new installment in Queen of Crime, Madame Tussaud and the Chamber of Horrors. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this offering from Who Arted. And of course, if you do, subscribe to Who Arted wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like Who Art Ed. Try to spice it. Who Art Ed? Mr. Wood Art Ed me. Yeah. Either way, it, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. I thought it's a great start. Welcome to Who Arted Weekly Art History for All Ages. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. I've done a few episodes talking about art heists and cons. I'm a fan of a good caper. As a kid, I always loved art heist movies, seeing the bad guys break in, figure out all sorts of clever ways to get around the elaborate security systems, and then get away in some fantastic chase sequence. The truth is, most thefts don't happen like that. The Mona Lisa was stolen by a maintenance worker, walking off with it wrapped up in his cloak. The scream was stolen by someone putting a ladder up to the building and climbing in through the second-story window. Although I do love that they left a note thanking the museum for their poor security. But still, as I was thinking of a topic for this episode, I wondered if there were any crazy, elaborate heists like the movies that have been pulled off in the real world. The closest I found was an incident that happened in Stockholm, Sweden, back in 2000. It was early evening, just a few minutes from closing time at the National Museum, when suddenly the normally peaceful museum took on the aesthetic of an action movie. An armed intruder walked in yelling at the guards and patrons to be still and calm, which I have to imagine had the exact opposite effect. He had two accomplices already in the space, trained on the guards. Meanwhile, the thieves detonated explosives in two cars parked in front of the hotels across town. The thieves were working under the assumption that exploding cars would create panic and chaos, drawing attention of the police and leaving fewer officers to chase after them. They also threw nails into the road to blow the tires of any police cars that tried to give them chase. I gotta say, that feels like a little bit of overkill, throwing nails out to stop the police cars, because the thieves didn't even escape by a getaway car. The National Museum in Stockholm is next to the water, so they fled the scene in a speedboat. The three thieves pulled three small but valuable paintings from the wall. A self-portrait painted by Rembrandt around 1630, and two paintings by Renoir, the famous Impressionist. The specific Renoir paintings were The Parisian and Conversation. While the three paintings were physically small and thus easy to grab off the wall and carry out of the museum, 
They were from big name artists and would fetch an enormous price if they were auctioned in the open market. I've seen estimates ranging from 30 to 55 million for the works, but of course, stolen artworks can't go up for auction. Very few collectors would even consider buying stolen works. Most build a collection because they want to show it off, loan works to a museum, or as an investment to sell later on. You can't do any of that if the work is well known to be stolen. But back to the Stockholm heist. The speedboat was quickly found abandoned on the shore not too far from the museum. The immediate speculation was that either the thieves had been hired by someone who wanted those specific works, or that they would reach out to the museum to demand a ransom. In a contemporaneous article by The Guardian, they quote the museum director, Torsen Gunnarsson, saying, quote, But we won't pay any money. We don't have any money. End quote. It would seem that he was true to his word. Later news articles indicate that the thieves did reach out seeking a ransom for the works, but none was ever paid. While numerous officers worked the case, the artworks were eventually recovered almost by accident. The Renoir painting, Conversation, was the first to be recovered. Some months after the heist, police were conducting an unrelated drug raid, and as a bonus, they came across the stolen artwork. I mean that literally. The official police statement called it a bonus. They said, quote, We weren't looking for the painting, so it was a bonus when we found it. End quote. It would take much longer to hunt down the other works, but this whole case wrapped up with the same sort of dramatic flair that it began. In September 2005, the FBI in Los Angeles, California, was investigating a Bulgarian crime syndicate involved in international drug trafficking. They heard Renoir's painting, The Parisian, mentioned, and after they arrested one of the group's leaders, they interrogated him. He gave up the painting and told them that the Rembrandt self-portrait was in Denmark. The FBI then reached out to Danish law enforcement and coordinated a sting operation. An FBI agent went undercover posing as a collector interested in purchasing the Rembrandt. The criminals had been unable to sell the piece for five years, so while it was estimated to be worth tens of millions of dollars on the open market, on the black market, they were hoping to sell it for just about 100000 I guess that's why they say crime doesn't pay. The four men trying to sell the painting were arrested in their hotel room in Copenhagen and then extradited to Sweden. Now, if you know of a great heist, forgery, caper, or con, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at whoartedpodcast at gmail.com. I always love to learn more about the odd and interesting stories that make up our history. And of course, if you're enjoying this show, please follow, subscribe, leave a nice rating or review, or just tell a friend about it. I'm grateful for all the ways you've helped me grow. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.